<clears throat> I was cracking everybody. I tried to record this on StreamYard. was uh, having some difficulties because, as usual, there's no reception here at work. So, new video. Let's get it going. This video is going to be about what it was like for me to get out after serving over 24 years. I've been asked that a few times, and I don't know if I've ever really answered it. Um, I don't have much time because I'm on my lunch. But first thing I want to say, because I've been asked, along with that question, I've been asked, like, um, was it hard to get a job being a convicted murderer? Um, when I, was it hard to get a job when I got out? Um, did people trip and this and that? So for those of you that are in there right now that are about to get out or preparing for board, for those of you watching right now that had a, have a loved one that's in either one of those scenarios, the first thing I want to tell you is if you can afford to have a car waiting for you when you get out, your car equals money. Straight up. Right now, gas being high, you know, it's going to cost a lot. But if you got to take a bus or ride a bike, you're very limited in what you can do. And the reason why I say that is this. When I first got out, the first job I got was at a temp agency. Temp agencies don't care. I haven't had one company trip on me about my record because unless you're going to be doing uh, work for companies that have a do a federal background check if they're only doing a state background check it only goes back seven years so if you've done seven and a half years you don't got to say it if you've done more than seven years you don't have to mention it you know because it usually says, have you been convicted of a felony within the last seven years? So I always mark no, period. And the last couple of chops I've been in, they don't even ask. You know, they just need somebody to work for them. So, um, so like I said, the, when I first, when I first paroled, the first place I went to was, um, ghost staff in san diego there's ghost staff in san diego and there's ghost staff in and uh i believe anaheim okay with them you fill out the application or you fill out you know your little shit you got to fill out with them and you show up the next day at six in the morning you will get a job and you go to that job and you actually work they will want you back they will keep calling you back you get paid every friday all right and what I come to understand, my 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 time working for a temp agency, crooks do all the construction. Crooks build the cities. Not all of them are crooks, but we can get jobs there. They just want a body that can move something and tear something down, whatever. So there you go. There's that. When you parole, if there's a temp agency, temp agency anywhere around you, um, you will get work. So I did that. That was my initial thing. Um, but like I said in my live last night, the whole time I was in San Diego, you know, before I came back home, I was out there about four years. Bef the whole time I was out there, I never had less than two jobs at a time. 
there were times when I was juggling four jobs. Um, I had my apprenticeship. I was managing the, the uh, apartment complex I lived in. And then I had two um, different um, delivery jobs I would do that, that could overlap. So I was doing Postmates and I was doing a company called Delive. They don't, they're not around anymore. They were bomb as fuck. Um, I do want to say that when I first got out, man, it was so much fun, you know. I was in a home with, with other lifers. I was blessed. My, my dad got me a car, it was used car, doesn't matter. He got me a car that worked, no problems with it. And so when I got out, I was able to fucking go from, you know, wherever I wanted to work, whatever I wanted to do. And I would tell the fellas, hey, who wants this jam? Boom. We would sign out. Have four fucking, four lifers in the car, all fucking convicted murderers. And we used to be like, imagine if the wood has pulled us over. But we were happy, man. You know what I mean? And um, there's a camaraderie amongst lifers that I think the only thing similar is a camaraderie amongst uh, veterans who have been in war. Um, all of us, when we were together, we did well, we excelled. And then since we've all gone our own ways and moved back to our original counties, original cities, whatever, or, you know, just moved to other places and, and lost that day-to-day -day interaction with other lifers, it, it's, it's a struggle. Because at the end of the day, nobody understands what we've been through. Not only that, this world is, is you know, I go back to when a few years ago when uh, uh, American Cholo, when Gil said it's harder out here than in there. And I, 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 when he said it, I didn't agree with him. But the thing is, he's right more than he's wrong. Um, there are, you know, the penalties out here are a lot less severe than a penalty in there, right? But, you know, I've said it in other videos. In there, you only have to make four or five fucking decisions a day. Like, what do you really have to choose from? Out here, there's so many decisions you have to make. There's so many responsibilities out here. So, I remember I had been out about two years maybe, right? And I bumped heads with my dad and my sister. Really, it was my dad and my sister just got caught in the middle of it, unfortunately. Um, and I remember she told me like, look, I didn't know you were struggling out here. You're so charismatic and so confident and, but I'm also a man. I'm not supposed to show when I'm struggling. And guys that did life guys that have done a long stretch in prison we're not trying to be you know have somebody feel sorry for us we don't we really don't like to ask for a handout you know we have it in our mind that we can do anything i've said it on here a few times i believe i could walk on water if i had to i just have to figure it out i know i have a drive that most people don't get 
I have a gauge that you don't have unless you've done a long stretch in prison. I'm able to understand what's important and what's not, but that doesn't mean that it makes life easier when this world is more concerned with uh, material things. Um, so life, you know, living after having life, we could say, is beautiful, man. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm sitting in my car right now. I'm late for, uh, for work, probably. I don't know. Let me see. Let me look for you guys. Oh, I still got a few minutes. But even if I was, my bosses don't mind because I bust my ass for them. You know, I, I'm looking at... It, it's just... I'm blessed. Every one of us out here is. But every lifer that sees this, because I know there's a few lifers, friends of mine that, that watch my channel, they know how blessed they are to be out here. We don't deserve to be out here. We appreciate it. But it uh, <coughs> it's so different than, <coughs> you got to remember, we were all men. We were all boys. We weren't men. We thought we were men. We are all boys, a bunch of kids running around saying fuck society's laws and rules we'll make our own and we'll live by what we want to live by and you know coming out here you know going in as teenagers most of us and getting out here in our 40s and 50s some guys went in at 16 got out at fucking 60 55 56 years old um that's a motherfucker out here but i love the challenge i love um interacting with you guys um I love the support that you guys give me and I hope that these videos, you know, like this kind right here, I know I don't expect it to do much. But like I always say, these are the videos that will get to who they need to get to. So I'm gonna go ahead and go back in, man. You guys have a blessed day. Be thankful, man. Count your blessings because your, your day is full of them. You just gotta recognize them. Just, just pay attention to them. All right, tell the ones you love that you love them, man. I'm out.